Arizona Sports Football Friday continues, presented by Sanderson Ford. All right, welcome back. We got Cardinals and Washington, the Commanders, on Sunday. They're they're on their way right now. I know this because Wolf left in the middle of his own show yet again, and Jody Jackson was. Kind <laughs> hey, of that f- opened up a spot for me to sit here in his chair. Once you lowered it, yeah, a couple feet. <laughs> once again, I had to jump up and down on Wolf's chair for it to lower enough for Jody. Um, but she's kind enough to step in and do Wolf's job for him again. Somebody has to. And joining us right now in the Arizona Sports Line is our own Arizona Cardinals reporter here at Arizona sports that's a lot of arizona's tyler drake tyler what's going on man what is going on everybody i am uh let me tell you right now they are literally leaving right now for the airport if uh <laughs> you guys are right there so yeah definitely leaving for washington right now how uh how excited are you just to finally have some actual football to talk about um this it's been a long off season there's been a lot of speculation as there always is but specifically right now to actually have a game to be able to to see like what actually happens with all these rookies and new head coach new coaching staff everything yeah yeah it's one of those I think this is how I feel pretty much every year, but especially this year, just with all the changes that have gone on, all the unknowns that are really on this team. The Are they going to really go out there and try to lose every game? Are they going out there to really compete? I think this one is just, there's definitely more interest, intrigue to see really what this team rolls out there and looks like. Uh, I, I think, yeah, just with the new regime coming in, the, the JG-isms that we've heard throughout the offseason, how they want to compete every day, how they want to have the right football character, how the rookies are molded into the, the type of players that they want to have moving forward. Like, all the talk has been there. There's been a lot of talk, I think, for where this team was and where this team is at now. They have done a great job in getting people at least interest, interested to see where this blueprint is going to end up being. But for right now, I think it's just let's see what this team actually looks like on the field. Let's Let's get done talking. Let's see the X's and O's. Let's see how they tweak things from week to week. Let's really see the ins and outs of this new regime in action to see if they can really back up the talk that they've had this offseason, which has been, in my opinion, has been solid, has been exactly the kind of reset that you want to see for an organization that desperately needed it moving into this year. For me, I want to see if they can run the ball with James Conner I think that that is the strength, though, of the commander's team is that defensive line. So, Tyler, I guess my question is, you know, for me, I I think they're going to try to do that. But can they? Otherwise, they're going to need the quarterback, which we assume is Josh Dobbs, to to make a lot of plays. But if James Conner and the O-line can force the run and have some success there, it's going to make the entire game much easier. What's your feeling on what that unit is going to be able to do, of course, with the help of the tight ends, if they run the type of sets that we think they're going to run. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think just based on what we've seen this whole training camp, all preseason, just in practice, they they want to run the football. They are going to make a concerted effort to run the football. How does that look against what you said is a pretty decent Washington defensive line? That's that's going to be the that's one of the big questions entering the game. I think that on top of which quarterback is really going to or not which quarterback, but can Dobbs really take that next step and be the guy that you can have moving forward? I think for me, the big thing I'm going to be watching is how can this offensive line rotation move forward without a guy like Kelvin Beecham because. He's been their swing tackle for all of training camp, all of preseason. We've known that Paris Johnson and DJ Humphreys are your guys on the outside, but 
they, I mean, I don't see them playing every snap, maybe Paris, but you know, they, they're going to need a spell every once in a while. So how can they make up for Beecham's absence? Because entering the year, he was the guy, he was the most healthiest last year. He was the only lineman to make it through every game. And now he misses the first week. And, and obviously he's a backup at this point, but I think he's a very critical backup for getting the ball or for this team to really run the rock effectively, uh, just really across the field. We're talking to our own Tyler Drake. Uh, Tyler, the quarterback situation, and I know we all kind of assume it's going to be Josh Dobbs starting this week. Um, Aaron asked this question the other day. I think it was probably one of the hardest questions we've ever had to answer on this show. You got 17 games this season, okay? You've got Josh Dobbs, you've got Clayton Toon, and hopefully you have Kyler Murray. Of those three, which one do you think starts the most games? Ooh, that's a <laughs> that's a great question, man. <laughs> that is. It, it's that a tough is a one to top answer. Tier question. Let me tell you. Oh, uh, wow. So I think you know. I think Dobbs is going to get the first crack at it. I think he gets a couple games under his belt. Here's the thing: if they're close, maybe they're not wins. But if they can keep things close, you can see a lot of, or not a lot, but you can see improvement from Dobbs. I think he stays in there. If it's the opposite way, if they're starting to lose by twenty something points, why not give Tune a couple shots? Uh, I would assume he's going to start one or two games this year just based on how this team's makeup is currently. And then Kyler, I'm still going with like a week eight return. I, I still think that's in the cards. It may be a, a week or two later now, just based on the timeline of things. But I think when he comes back, I mean, I think Kyler will end up starting more games than the other two, which me saying that now, it's probably going to be Dobbs starting more than anybody. But <laughs> I just think with the timeline I have for Kyler Murray coming back like a week eight, week nine, week 10, I think that would give him enough time to get more games under his belt than a guy like Dobbs or a guy like Toon. Because like I said, Dobbs is going get, to get the first crack being the fifth round. I mean, they gave up a fifth rounder for him. You don't let a guy sit if you're trading for a fifth rounder, especially in the circumstance with Colt McCoy getting released too and everything like that. But I think Toon still gets a crack at it. But at the end of the day, I would still assume that Kyler is going to get more work more games just because they got to see what they can get out of this guy and I think he wants to prove to everybody that he still has it too I'm going to look on the defensive side here for a second because I think about Jonathan Gannon who is coming off a Super Bowl loss and you know now he's a head coach he's got Nick Rallis there they're on the same page Uh, they're going to be facing Sam Howell who is a rookie quarterback look it's it's week one far from the Super Bowl, I look at this as an opportunity for these guys to just do an incredible job of coaching here and trying to confuse the young quarterback. There's not a lot at stake. There's no expectations, really, for the Cardinals. I look at them to throw the kitchen sink at him. What do you, what do you think, Tyler? What do you think about this opportunity for, for Gannon and Rallis and the, the defensive side of the ball to try to wreak some havoc here? Yeah, I think they're going to get really creative. I think they're going to, they're, like you said, I think they're going to try to throw the kitchen sink at them and just give them a ton of different looks. You know, the base defense is really multiple defenses, I would say, at this point. I think Nick Rollis talking to us this week would even say that as much. And just speaking with Nick Rollis and seeing how he is kind of going about his day, and, and he was amped up this week when we talked to him. I mean, was getting out of his seat, answering questions. I mean, the dude very much is ready to take on this next test. I think Gannon is as well. You know, all the uh, the Philly chatter that's been going on this past week is is definitely, I think, added to that. Obviously, they're not going to tell us that they listen to the outside noise, but 
there's got to be some of that where they're hearing something. So I think they definitely have chips on their shoulder, and I definitely think they want to go and make a statement against, you know, the coordinator that won a Super Bowl against them last year is is there for the coordinators or for the commanders and Eric Bieniemy. So I think they want to go prove some things for sure, and I think it's going to get really creative. I think we're going to see a lot of different sets, and I think we're – I think Jalen and Buddha are going to be all over the field. I think that's going to be one big thing in my eyes. Tyler, great stuff as always, man. I'm, I'm happy for you almost more than anybody that we actually get to see some games in, in just a couple of days. <laughs> you and Wolf. Well, thank you guys.